The million dollar question is how many haymakers is Hassan, Chad Hassan from a CFRed.com, going to be lobbying at his colleague Richie Longshots, who released the coolest alumni from each Conference USA school and it doesn't appear that Chad Hassan is mentioned in that. Now, in Richie Longshot's defense, of course, he was not egotistical enough to put his own name out there, but uh, it's a missed opportunity to mend the potential friendship gap that might have been developing between those two colleagues and possibly friends. As Chad Hassan joins us now in the fast lane, Chad, welcome to the show. A pleasure to speak with you. And our haymaker is going to be lobbed because Richie Longshot's misidentified the coolest alum from Liberty University. No, he got the Liberty University alum spot on. And, uh, Ed, it's great to be joining you. Really, the only haymaker that I'd like to throw this evening is, uh, you know, the, the only – listen, Richie and I are in at least a dozen group chats together talking about flame sports, and sometimes it carries over to Twitter for the public to see. But the only really gripe I have with him right now is he is a certified card-carrying member of the GTL club, which if – for those of you that didn't grow up in the 90s, that is Jim Tan Laundry from Jersey Shore. And I <laughs> yes! And that he does the Jim Tan Laundry. Besides that, Richie's a great guy. GTL, baby. We got to come up with a nickname for him. I, You know, Sitch is not going to work for him. I know a guy named Mike who's from the Jersey area, and he gets the situation. As I was going to say, name. is it Mike the situation? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Richie's, Richie doesn't quite have the physique. The physique. To be a uh, to be a situation, but yes, the GTL bothers me about Richie. Besides that, <laughs> loves the Flames, has hot takes, great takes. Loved his article about the uh, most famous alumni. And you know, for the, for your listeners out there who aren't Liberty alumni, there's at least a dozen Liberty specific kind of uh, jokes and puns riddled through all of his blog posts that uh, we all find hilarious. And uh, yeah, he does a phenomenal job. He he definitely puts up numbers on the website. Indeed. Well, it's amazing because he has gained popularity for his uh, wild opinions, shall we say. <laughs> Chad Hassan, yeah. with us here from a seaofred.com in the fast lane. Chad, the other thing that's popped up, and it's obviously been a big development since Friday afternoon when Jaden Bradford, the IMG quarterback, who was a four-star until somehow getting mysteriously downgraded to a three-star quarterback, that's a head-scratcher part as well. Uh, but he committed to Liberty University. Um, you followed Liberty for a while and obviously are an alum of the school is that the most impactful high school player in any sport to commit to liberty uh in your tenure following them i mean the only other one that comes to my mind is uh seth curry and that was just because of his brother steph was blowing up at the time um you know and there was the whiff on virginia tech's part on on both steph and seth uh mckay got to him really early so besides those two um you know it's still really early to but, you know, I saw, I saw Jaden the other day on uh, Twitter yesterday, actually. He's starting to promote this class. When you get a quarterback one and a highly rated quarterback two out there promoting your recruiting class and getting that momentum and juice, as they like to call it, going for your recruiting class, uh, yeah, that can certainly have an impact. And uh, I know that it really got our, our fan base kind of buzzing and uh, excited about it. And, and the, even the articles on A Sea of Red that talked about that particular commitment were, were really have uh, done phenomenal and, and just got people excited. So, yeah, it's going to have a great impact. As far as high school commits, uh, Seth Curry is the only one that uh, comes to mind to being close to that in terms of uh, just national prominence 
and then just in that specific like light where he can he can kind of gauge the momentum, you know, maybe flip over some stereotypes at Liberty. Uh, so yeah, huge commit, very exciting. Chad Hassan, H-A-S-S-O-N, think like Hassan Reddick, uh, a Trey analogy, of course, for me, since he's an Eagles fan like I am, Trey is. Uh, but Chad Hassan, underscore, is the Twitter handle for Chad from a sea of Um You touched on the other point to this, though, with Jaden Bradford from Liberty committing. Uh, the fact that you've got a quarterback, or not from Liberty, from IMG Academy committing to Liberty. The fact that you've got a quarterback with this much buzz that's brought into the program or bought into the program and uh, has committed this early in the process, what impact do you notice that having on other potential recruits and, frankly, the buzz and elevation around a coaching staff that is proven in Jamie Chadwell's but not yet proven at Liberty? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's, uh, you know, Chadwell is in his staff, first of all, feels like they're outworking everyone. They're, they're working so hard at this, and uh, they feel like a very genuine, great fit at Liberty. Um, and then Chadwell's been FBS coach of the year. So, I mean, he really sells himself and uh, the, the uh, offensive system. As far as that impact and being, you know, I definitely think, uh, you know, he announced on his birthday, July 7th. Um, he took his official visit probably three weeks before that. A lot of the guys that he took the official visit with ended up committing. you got to think that they had a hunch that he was going to commit, uh, especially, you know, you got a wide receiver from Richmond who also had a lot of offers and was highly touted to get him to commit. I mean, he probably had an idea that we were going to be landing one of the top signal callers in the country and uh, wanted to come play with him. So I would say it's had a huge impact. I would definitely say that some of those guys had had some type of idea that he was going to commit. And then uh, going forward over the next several years, I mean, if you're a running back, a quarter uh, or a uh, wide receiver, a tight end, even an offensive lineman, and you want to come, get you know thrown the rock by one of the best in the business best in the country why not come to liberty so yeah it'll have a huge impact for sure chad hassan from com with us in the fast lane chad um the other angles to this well actually there are a lot of angles so it's not like this is the other angle but there is are there a number of angles one of the other angles to Jaden Bradford, the four-star quarterback out of IMG Academy, committing to Liberty University, is just the ability not only to pull players to this university, but to, to speak on where this program has grown and is going. I get it. There are other schools that will use NIL as an inducement, but even for Liberty, I'm not necessarily accusing them of that because that's hardly what I'm doing, but the NIL opportunities, players monitor that no matter what your NIL interest is in terms of that being a factor in recruiting. How do you compare that for Liberty University? Uh, maybe not to like Miami, because I don't know if there's like a billion dollar booster like John Ruiz, but uh, you know, at least the other schools that they're competing against in the group of five level and the ability when players commit to Liberty and all of a sudden find their footing at Liberty University, that there will be opportunities for them. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's all. It's, honestly, it's a tricky question because there are – no disclosure rules or laws within uh, – there's no transparency on NIL right now. So we really don't know uh, what's going on across the country at, at different levels. I mean, you're hearing and reading about some of these multi-million dollar deals. I wrote about an article about it today for a sea of red. Some of those are real. Some of those are just kind of uh, fake to, to maybe make the opportunity sound better. Some of those, you know, it's it just kind of really hard to tell. So the, the first part is it's really hard to tell where we stand in the country. Uh, the second part, second answer to that question is really at Liberty, 
it, it honestly is is probably the fourth or fifth you know thing to tip the scale for a, a potential student athlete that wants to come to Liberty. I mean, you come here for the coaches. You come here for the culture that's built and and kind of uh, the the whole person approach that they take to a student athlete. You also come here for facilities. I mean, you, get, you look at facilities. So you add in NIL as a piece of that, and, and instead of saying, hey, uh, trying to induce for strictly NIL, uh, you know, you don't really want to keep up with that. One, because I don't know how sustainable it is. I don't know how, you know, for, for, for donors and things like that. So really you want to kind of use it as a piece of the whole puzzle. And we're fortunate at Liberty to have those four or five other pieces way in front. And uh, the NIL collectives and those opportunities certainly can be there and certainly can be a part of and be a factor in somebody like Radford and others' decision to come to Liberty, those opportunities. But I wouldn't say it's the sole reason, and I wouldn't even say it's the leading factor. So it's there, and it can be a great opportunity. Um, I will say that, that the Liberty faithful um, supporters, boosters, everyone has been very supportive and uh, understands the need and the importance of a well-funded NIL collective and the ability to provide those opportunities um, for the student-athletes. So it's well-funded. People are paying attention. They understand the importance of it. And along with that, the Booster Club and the Athletics Department, they also want to see collectives succeed. So they're, they're pouring a lot of time, effort, and resources into it in a compliant way. And uh, so that was a long-winded answer to basically say, and we have no idea the impact it's going to play, but we're going to be right there in the mix, and uh, and we're going to be there for you know it's, it's it's you can see the recruits that we're pulling in right now they're, they're paying attention, and the formula that we have built so far seems to be working with adding all those factors I just listed and having NIL as a part of that uh, seems to be a winning formula, and uh, we'll check and adjust as we go. Just another minute or so with Chad Hassan from com. He's gracious enough to join us in the fast lane. But you brought up the point of NIL. And obviously, VirginiaBusiness.com uh, the other day noted that the Liberty University endowment uh, sits at about $2.16 billion uh, in assets overall, $3.5 billion. Obviously, that endowment means it's a little more liquid and flexible. How much does that enable fans to direct their support to the athletic department or maybe even to the Flames Rising NIL collective? knowing that Liberty University is well endowed, not to say that they shouldn't donate to the school because we're not trying to necessarily like take funds from one department to the other, but it gives alumni who are considering a donation greater flexibility in that consideration. Yeah, that's that's one that we're kind of uh, feeling as we go, to be honest with you. I mean, the Flames Club and Mike Hagan, those guys do a phenomenal job. They have they have done such a great job with our Booster Club and Bob Good when, when he had it going, and, and so things are well there and and obviously as you pointed out the school is well funded the athletics budget's one of the top in the conference usa by a long shot it is the top uh so so there's some opportunity there but at the same time you know you're working with the same donor base you're, you're kind of talking to the same people and you know you, you really want to build something that's sustainable you don't want donor fatigue you don't want people burned out on it you don't want to be uh kind of crossing over so it's one of those things we're kind of uh managing as we go and constantly in contact with the athletics department and flames club to kind of understand what it is we're trying to do and accomplish with the collective at the same time still funding capital projects and other things at liberty that have made us successful in the past so it's a fine balance uh and, and you know, there is opportunity there but it's, it's one of those things where you just have to kind of 
see how it's how it's playing out moment by moment at this at this stage in the game. To be honest with you, Chad Hassan towing the line with us today in the fast lane. Chad, thank you for your time today. Uh, we appreciate it, and most notably, Richie Longshots can breathe a sigh of relief that it appears he uh, dodged an interview with you lobbing too many haymakers in his direction. Yeah, I appreciate it, Ed. Hey, love your stuff. You're awesome. Awesome. Appreciate it, Chad Hassan, with us here in the fast lane. Boy, he's only me. Seat. Only me, Chad. I mean, only Ed, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love how Trey left the microphone for Chad on so that just, Chad can lob a compliment in Trey's direction. I'm just saying. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey when, when you buy my dinner at Carmela's, there will be a compliment so plenty for you as well. We'll tell Ed, <laughs> tell, <laughs> tell Ed to pay me more, then we'll talk. Chad, <laughs> Chad is continuing to angle for that. In the meantime, yes, appreciate Chad's time today in the Fast Lane. Thank you for yours as well. If you missed it, Fast Lane, You're welcome, Ed. where you listen to podcasts and Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, those are our handles. Trey Law VT for all of his modesty on social media. I'm actually modest, sir. Yeah, sometimes. Anyway, will that be tomorrow? Find out when we come back. 5 to 6 p.m. tomorrow afternoon on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app, W226BG Timberlake, WVGMA of Lynchburg, WMNA, Gretna, Danville, Southside. Belated, but time to go live.